Hello, welcome to the Waffle Press Podcast. Which was my camera. We're using all the cameras, Nick. Damn it. We're, we're free-flowing now. We have three cameras. We can do whatever we want. I'm scared. You should be. Technology's scary. It's like Terminators. And Alexas. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, we have an Alexa in this room. We're recording, not live, but on camera, because that's what we do here at the Waffle Press once a month now. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Your host, Diego Crespo. That is Alexa. Say hi, Alexa. The machine turned on you. She didn't do it. She didn't the, do it. The, the machine turned on you. It was like, no, I don't, it's camera shy. Oh, that's that's just Next to me, I'm just going to introduce you guys. I got I got Kirk. Welcome back, Kirk. Tron Legacy. What? Tron, it's a good movie that no one talks about as much as they should. Why not? Okay. All right. Nicholas Bolero. Hey. G Universa. Hey. How are you How's guys? It going? Doing good. 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 Thank you for reminding me to, to go into the mic, just, just in case. I, I, right. I did it for emphasis. I know, but it, it reminded me because I was like kind of far away. Okay, um, how are you guys doing? What's new? Movies? Stuff? Kirk, you don't really watch movies. The last movie I saw was Beauty and the Beast in March. Stockholm Syndrome, the movie. That's such a terrible complaint. That's clearly not what happens in that movie. But anyways. But, did you like it, Kirk? I liked it, but Emma Watson was just Emma Watson. Well, she wasn't like she was Belle. Ranger, she was Hermione. No, she no, was Hermione. She was just like plain. Like she wasn't Belle. Belle was. Belle was a different sort of character. I, I, I like how you're like, oh, she was just plain. She was. She wasn't Belle. I don't know how. To, like, what, what is Belle? Uh, Belle what is, is like. What is, what is a Belle? Yeah, she's more assertive. I is think. she? Yeah, yeah Belle, no, Belle, yeah. Belle's assertive. I haven't seen that. She doesn't put up with Beast. Yeah, we were talking about this before the show, but I thought Beauty and the Beast was kind of whatever. Like, but I think that's actually emblematic of the movie, where it's like it's fun it's, to watch. It's very passive. Like you watch it, but nothing really happens. Are like you know what's going to happen. Are we giving up on that one, dude? Yeah, still going. Right. Almost broke the TV. That's okay. I'm worried for when Alexa is just going to like start popping in. If you That's keep saying cool. her name, then yeah, she will. No, it's such a weird, like, I don't think I know anyone named Alexa. I really hate you. Just, just no, no, no. See, I know how to say it. I've got a Google. How do you so. say it? Like, you, you, no, you got to say it quietly so it doesn't hear. Okay. The well, robots I, are listening. Yeah. Anyway. But if you say, like, Alexa. Hello. Glad to have you back, Kirk. <laughs> well, that was our bullshit introduction. Uh, now let's go talk about some other things. It's the end of the summer, so we have to talk about summer movies. But we also want to talk about lower budget independent stuff because those movies are important too. And you should watch them when you get the chance. But first off, we've got some movie news to talk about. Stuff that is exciting, stuff that is frustrating, stuff that's frustrating again, and then stuff that's exciting. So, yes. first off, uh, we got an Obi-Wan spinoff pretty much all but confirmed by Lucasfilm at this point. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, it's like everyone else is reporting it. To the point where it's like, okay, like now we know it's gonna happen. Just, just actually, right. I, 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 I always, as long as Ewan McGregor is, is like attached, I'm fine. That's the thing. He's not <laughs> yet. And if Ewan McGregor is not Obi Wan Kenobi, I don't want this because this is the thing. Like, I, I want an Obi Wan movie, but I also want the universe to like expand. Like, tell me stories of people I don't know. You I know. I think I think his trials in the because what I really want is I want a. In the on Tatooine, Obi Wan Kenobi movie, like a like just like a like a, a retrospective of him, like him going against the Jedi, him kind of like 
really going like, what am I doing here? Like, am I making the right choice? I could be like him meditating and like him sensing Jedi being hunted down and killed and stuff like that. Like, and kind of like really questioning his path. Yeah. And I think that would be a really awesome movie. Well, yeah, I think, I think that would be interesting if you also like have it where it's like contrasting his duty is which is supposed to be protecting Luke on Tatooine like he's supposed to be watching yeah him. and they, they even did that in the comic books most re- uh, yeah, recently but but, no but they but they did that in the comic books most the which are very recently where they were like oh yeah he's which are like he has a journal and Luke's reading it and it's all about like uh, him saving Luke uh, because Luke went out in the desert one day and he was picked up by a bunch of Jawas mm-hmm. and like he went and Obi-Wan Kenobi like was able to save him and like Luke doesn't really remember it because he was a little kid and stuff like that, and like Luke kind of goes like, "Oh shit!" Like he was there for me. Right. So it's it, it's really it's an interesting idea for a movie to have, especially if you're going to go down that road. And I think like it's really interesting too that you kind of have it where he can make that choice of going like, "Yes, he is the chosen one," and everything like that. And especially if you connect it right to Rebels mm-hmm. on that one episode where that was a good. That's where I like that that's episode. where I come in because I'm like, that's a really good episode of Rebels and a yeah. very good conclusion to Obi Wan. And Darth Maul's like conflict. Yeah, I, you you saw I, I, it, right? Yeah, it was great. Okay, and now I wish that they hadn't have done that because uh, that is they haven't done that episode. Yeah, because that is clearly like movie potential stuff. I feel well, like yeah, them. but they could have. I don't know. They could stand on it. Here's the one. Thing. <laughs> like, no, but, but you get like a minute. No, but the, which is worked for the show, but not for no. The but movie. I think I think the main reason why that worked for the show and it wouldn't have worked for the movie is because the show has had not only rebels to expand mm-hmm. on what Darth Maul's character is. But also you have the Clone Wars series that he was in. You have all of Rebels. You have like after season two, an entire season of Rebels where he's just the fucking big bad. Yeah. For like an entire but season. But it doesn't yeah. matter. You could still retell. Or you don't have to retell anything. You could still tell new stories. You can mine more stuff from that. Because like look at like Obi-Wan and Darth Maul where they are in between episodes one, two, and three and four, five, six. They've both been discarded. From the same people, from the Jedi, from Obi-Wan, but because of the Emperor and Anakin, Darth Maul has been discarded from the Emperor long ago, who also killed his brother, and they both are, like, people without, like, you their would, own lives. You would, literally have to, you would literally have to explain that. I know. In the, in the beginning. Yeah, in the movie, if you're going, like, yeah, oh, it's not like, oh, yeah, so it seems. No, but if you literally have that in the movie, and you go, like, oh, yeah, Savage Press, and you have... That's uh, the thing. You don't even have to like mention that. those people. You just have to mention that they've both been, like, fucking tossed aside to the outskirts of the galaxy mm-hmm. to the ass end of the galaxy and they yeah. have nothing else that sounds like a Darth Maul movie say yeah that sounds much more like a Darth Maul movie because you, you know even, that when you're saying even that even da- no how, no because now they're the only people that actually understand each other but well, they hate each other even, even, like even, Dave, even Dave Filoni was talking about it in that episode where he was like we wanted to have a Savage Press like cameo where we wanted him to be like while Darth Maul is like going through the desert we wanted him to like have like a vision of uh, Savage, but then, or, then no. a vision of the Emperor, a vision of like different characters, and then we also wanted like scenes where like Satine is there and different stuff like that. And like he even went, people who have never watched Clone Wars would be like, "Who the hell are these people? <laughs> like, who are these people? And like, right. why do I care? And like, what is going on?" And well, you don't have to incorporate all that though. All but you have to incorporate is that Obi Wan and Darth Maul do not like each other, but they're the only people that understand each other. But that makes the story. St- that much better is if you do know who those people are. Okay, sure, but then know. then the people that do know that get that more much more out of it. But you still able to tell that isolated story. That's what I think, anyways. Yeah, I, I, I feel I, I feel like if you can, I feel like you can end it 
you can end that movie with just Obi-Wan Kenobi and he has a and he he makes his decision to do what he needs to do. Yeah. You know, he ha- he makes that decision of yes, Luke is the chosen one. Yes, he is the which are he is the one that which are uh, which are Anakin was never the chosen one. Qui Gon Jinn was wrong. Oh no, that's the thing. Anakin was training. the chosen one. Remember? Yeah. He was the chosen one, and he got fucking well. I destroyed. think let's actually let's wait until the last Jedi to see that who is so, the chosen one because that's going to come into play. Well, I, yeah, there's there's whole theories on that. Well, they, we'll talk yeah. about that forever. But yeah, uh, there's more to the story. In that episode, there, there is more to the story though. Let's let's move on. Let's yeah. move on because there's more to the story. But um, where um the, yeah. the director, the potential director, is the guy who did extremely loud and incredibly close. But hey, I like the reader. Okay. He did the reader, which was good. So, <laughs> moving on. The, uh, the but you don't like the director, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. So why would I look forward to that? You know, um, I don't know. I think one bad movie doesn't like define his whole career, though. I don't know, man. That's but like okay, that might well, be the worst movie. Name like, off the other movies he did, dude. That's the only one I've seen. So uh, maybe the reader, I'm, I'm not giving okay, him a fair right. He did the reader, but he apparently did. that book was trash. So right. yeah, mm-hmm. but that's the, what's he gonna do? But yeah, he's done other reasonably well movies. I don't know if like he doesn't really excite me as a director, but. I don't know. We'll see. Well, this this leads into the next story. Yeah, with the Han Solo movie because oh geez. that one's got a whole bunch of issues. And did you uh, did you see the joke where it was someone was like, oh yeah, the director of the Obi Wan movie is going to be this guy. I can't wait until they decide who the next director is. Yeah, gonna be that's the thing. So the I'm like, you know what? Like they're just getting the guy who's going to shoot. Like uh-huh. frame this shot here, shoot well, it, it, and then go on. Honestly, right. honestly, it could just be that because I, I I highly doubt that for the Obi Wan Kenobi movie that uh, which are that. The directors just went off script, and they didn't tell Han Solo. Him. Han Solo. Yeah, I mean for Han Solo. Well, no. What happened with the Han Solo movie was okay. that somewhere along the lines, doesn't matter who was wrong, someone monumentally fucked up. Because when you're seventy percent done with the movie and you realize I don't want the movie these I guys are making, I want this movie. Yeah, you're in the wrong, and the people who hired them are in the wrong right. more so than the people you hired. Yeah, but right. that's the thing though is that I highly doubt that when they were giving when he, they were pitching what they were doing. Yeah. Everything like that, that they never mentioned. This is our idea. Yeah. And, and like, as soon as they got on set, they were like, "We're gonna do something." Yeah, else. fuck that idea. We're gonna do something <laughs> totally different. Like, I, like, there's no way. It doesn't there's even no way matter because, like, I feel kind of gross about this whole thing now. It's like these people um, are clearly passionate filmmakers. They so Lord their Miller. brand is pretty much Lord like taking bad ideas yeah. and making something great out of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Han Solo. I don't want a Han Solo movie now. Okay. No. Um, I, I was also gonna say, you know, uh, one thing I'm not liking is like all the behind the scenes stuff they keep doing, where it's like everything's fine. Like it's, Ron Howard keeps oh yeah, like everything's fine. They keep uh, posting photos. Here. How are you? Well, you know, they, they're it's doing like, this <laughs> half right, where like you know, people make movies that are terrible. Mm-hmm. And you're like, did anyone at any point think like, you know what, this is not good. Yeah. We should fix it. So they did that step, but then they're like, but we're still releasing it. In May, a yeah. Month so, yeah. Out. A, mu- uh, which are, uh, a month into production, yeah. you know the kind of movie that you're. Well, that you know, coming up with. I, I a, do, month, a month in after watching yeah. the dailies, they should have been like, Kennedy should have. I don't like this. Well, also, yeah, they there's, did. There's, there's some, they, more, there's some like, more news coming out of it. Fixing it. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, uh, sorry, what was it? There's some more news. Uh, Han Solo wrapped Donald Glover. Yeah, he's Lando Calrissian. He's done, and they've lost Michael K. Williams in the reshoots. He's not dead. He's alive. Because he can't. He can't come back for the reshoots. He can't come back for the reshoots. And what that tells me is that 
they're probably we working this thing from the ground yeah. up. I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I mean, shit. it could be a very yeah. like. It small could be a small character. part, but I mean, um, my, my, but that that really it, disappoints me because I like Michael Keaton. The main Sorry. thing I was really interested about is that were they were they just were they reworking it because they thought it was the best thing for the for the actual movie, or were they re- reworking it so that way they didn't have to get Christian Lord and then credit? Because uh, I feel like they, I, I feel like they're not going to get credit anymore. Because, yeah, because well, the thing is that that's even a if, big if they, uh, director's guild thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a huge yeah. director's guild thing. And if they go into it and they go like, oh yeah, the uh, what was it like eighty percent of it was done by them, and then Ron Howard came in, then they still have to get credit. It would be their movie plus Ron Howard's, right? Yeah, and they would all and have then, to get credit um, for I, it yeah. unless the movie was totally. How does that work, Gene? For the director's so guild, the director's guild, guild like if you throw out the director, if they film the majority of the movie. Then they would still have to get credit. Is what I remember. Oh, that's so. It's the same crap. thing. It's the same thing with um. What was it with uh? Justice League. Yeah, it's I mean, with, uh, that's a yeah, better situation. No, but it's more tragic. But, but, but the thing is that but, it would technically yeah. be a Joss Whedon, Jack, uh, Zack Snyder movie. Technically, they would both get credited as director uh, because I, if if you shot like fifty percent of the movie, well, because we're and they're going which are they're reshooting a lot of shit, making a, a, a tone a lot fucking like. A lot sunnier tone, so I'm imagining that he's because he's working really fucking hard. They're calling people back for reshoots and different stuff like that for uh, Joss Whedon. So I'm pretty sure he has to get fucking credit. Uh, Zach Snyder. I don't know if they're gonna want to give him credit. given the recent stuff. Yeah, I think Zach Snyder is probably gonna get credit there because that's maybe it's less than half the movie they're refilming. I I thought they were refilming because they wanted to put more Wonder Woman. No, it's, well, that's one of the things. That's, really that's one of the things. It's one thing, but also the I, from what I've heard, from what I've heard, they're they're making the tone a lot less serious. Like which is good. You can see it in, in the last trailer. Yeah, you right. can. You can tell what shots were reshot by Whedon. It, it has like Avenger were, style lighting, yeah. <laughs> and then the other stuff is like overly dark, well, like uh, no, pretend Larry Fong. No, but the, but the thing is that even if you put the two trailers together, and then you and the, and the same scenes that pop up, the same scenes are now brighter. Like, yeah. someone who got the filter and was like, let's make that bitch brighter, and we're good. Right. Or like, shut off the filter. Yeah, or, sh- or turned Superman off that filter. original filter. Um, I don't know if they're going to want to give Joss Whedon credit. I, I didn't plan on talking about this, but let's just, let's just talk about it. Kirk, yeah. do you know about the Joss Whedon situation? Vaguely. Okay, where um, mm-hmm. his, his wife wrote a, uh, an editorial for The Wrap about uh, her abusive relationship with Whedon emotionally and, like, psychologically. I have not heard this. Yeah, okay. um... Or he would be having affairs and stuff, and this is a little heavier topic than we were talking about, but I think it's important to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Because there's always the discussion about, like, the art versus the artist. Can you separate them? And I think you right. can, but no one in any universe is obligated to do so. Sure. And as a fan, a huge fan of Whedon's works, it does make me a little uncomfortable. Cool. And I'm going to love what I still loved, but uh, I, I obviously view the my, man my, very my, differently. My thing is that yeah. even, even if, okay, his personal side aside, that's his personal life. Yeah. I understand that, yes, it does kind of, it, it does it's reflect bad his business. It's, yeah. bad, it's bad to hear, and it also kind of does make for bad business. But the thing is that we've already hired this man. He's, he's working on it. He's reworking the movie the way that we feel necessary in order for us to continue. Because the original, I hear the original cut is not bad. No, I've heard but, it's bad. But, yeah. I, hear, but I, I do hear that a lot of the execs, the execs weren't happy. They're not very happy with it. Oh, okay. and, and I think that they, at a certain point, no matter how much he does, I think even by the Directors Guild, he's going to have to get credit. I think it's going to be a Joss Whedon, Zack Snyder movie. 
Well, it's well, where they're both going to get credit for right. it. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, on the point of DC making bad decisions, I'm sorry, but like that's just that's kind of what's been the trend for. Oh them. yeah, the next. Uh, for for Wonder Woman, they um, they also thought like like the early cuts were like oh god, like head scratching like oh no, and well, then obviously Wonder Woman turns out to be fucking great. Go. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> another thing that they have going on is that there's two Joker movies. Yep. One's at the same time. Yeah, one is an Elseworld story directed by Todd Phillips that's going to be produced by Martin Scorsese. Right. So that, anyway, mean, that means uh, like Christopher Nolan producing Man of Steel, though. Right. It doesn't mean I was, anything. Right, I was going to say, so explain what an Elseworlds is, because not many Yeah, okay, for fans, uh, Elseworlds stories are standalone comics, often, more often than not standalone, where uh, you have the main line of comics, like let's say the yeah, Justice League. The main League. continuity. Yeah, main continuity, yeah, like, so the Avengers, right? The Avengers, and the Mar- here you go, this is a good example. Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, the, the mainline continuity of Marvel movies for fans and the general audiences. Elseworlds would be like if you had an Iron Man 4 right now mm-hmm. that in no way impacts anything right. outside and the, of that movie. Or all, you know what? Logan is an Elseworlds story. Right. That would be, yeah, or, for the, but they're often like very like crazy takes. So like what if Batman existed in the 1920s? 18, 18, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's like 1890s. Yeah, like Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, Gotham by Gaslight's a very good steampunk. Or Red Sun. Or Superman was born in Russia. Stuff like that yeah. where it's crazy. But, and I, but I think, I, I see, my thing is that I think you can do Elseworlds stories and stuff like that. The only problem is that a, not, a lot the, the average moviegoer will be confused. Yeah, they're like... Going, they're going to go in and go like, so did... Did, did they fire the other the other actor? <laughs> I, like, have, I have more on that. Is Jared, is Jared but, uh, not gonna, is he not going to do it anymore? I hope and then, so. No, but, the, but, but the, no, but the thing is, sorry, like, yeah, yeah. But if you ever use Jared Leto again, then they're going to go like, well, what happened to the other guy? Oh, that's <laughs> funny that you mentioned that, Nicholas, because the other Joker movie yeah. uh, from the team of Crazy Stupid Love, which is a surprisingly nice little uh, romantic comedy, sure, um, are gonna, are teaming up for the Harley Quinn Joker movie. Crazy Stupid Domestic Abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, when Jared Leto will be coming back, Margot Robbie, and the no, like Gotham City Sirens might not be dead, but David Ayer's gone, right? right? Yeah. Like uh, David yeah. Ayer's... Yeah, David Ayer's... Suicide like, Squad. He's going to do bright, which will be great. <laughs> um, the, I mean, just terrible. look at, like, how, he's, how he was talking about, like, bright and, and uh, like, uh, not production, com- like, it, it, just at Comic-Con, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, man, like, they just let me, like, go wild. Like, I'm not making some wild yeah, down PG-13 <laughs> bullshit. Like, bro, you got one PG-13 movie on your resume. People know what the fuck you're talking about. Don't do that. What's Stop the uh, PG-13 movie you did? That's it. Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Suicide that's it. Oh, that's right. It was just Suicide Squad. I thought he did another that's movie. It. No. Okay. No, I was like, dude, fucking... It's like, shut up. Dude, you, he, yeah. they, I'm getting the impression that David Ayer might not be the nicest guy to work with. No, this is a guy that said, like, yeah. fuck Marvel in the middle of, like, a premiere. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow, really? I yeah. Didn't know, actually, yeah. That was a thing. Was he like, was, like, high on adrenaline, and he just had to do something, is what he said. No. Okay, so, but, sorry. So, I I don't think I think this is going to happen, by the way. Okay. Because look, at, look at what's, yeah, look at what's on the roster. So, Cyborg movie. These are all everything that's been announced Down. officially or unofficially, right? Yeah. Cyborg, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman Two, Man of Steel Two, The Batman, Flash possibly Point. a Batman trilogy, Flashpoint, Flash um, Justice League Two, Aquaman, Batgirl, Batgirl, yeah. Batgirl, Batgirl. Uh, Nightwing, Blue Beetle, uh, Wonder Woman Two, did you Shazam, yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman Two, Black Shazam. Adam, Black Adam. Oh yeah, Black Adam's gonna get his yeah. own. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. so out of all of those, that's half of them will be made. 
I think a third of them will be made, maybe? I, 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 think, I think they're going to well, be I don't. Scripts. I can't see the Cyborg movie happening soon. I can't see... Wait, and that doesn't even include Gotham City Sirens and Here's uh, my whatever thing, this I think, Joker I, movie I is. I think the easiest thing to do is turn the Cyborg movie into a Teen Titans movie. Yeah, there you go. But they're already doing a TV series. Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, how many, no, but it doesn't matter. How many of these are just going to turn into a TV series? I don't think any of them. I no. think I think well, they're just not going to happen. It's not going to be like Inhumans here, because their TV lines are d- different uh, yeah, universes. No, I know, but the, like unless, just just to make money off that idea. Well, here's know. here's the thing though. Here here's the interesting idea is that DC is opening up their own streaming service. And that's where Oh, it's so stupid. Like, that's, how that's, that's, that's how you're going to see Young Justice. That's how you're going to see Young Justice season 3. I'll have three. to buy it just for Young Justice. Yeah, you'll, which are, that's how you're going to see Young Justice season 3. That's how you're going to see Titans. That's how you're going to see all these shows. So I'm pretty sure if their streaming service works well and they're able to, you know, which are, and people were on it, people were buying it, people were watching it, and they have good viewership and everything like that, they may take some of these ideas and put them into, you know, TV series instead of making them bigger things. Because right. I wouldn't mind seeing a Gotham City Sirens TV show. That would be kind of dope. Yeah. It, I mean, they they already had a Birds of Prey TV show. It wasn't that great, but I mean, but the idea is there. The yeah. idea was already there. I know what yeah, you got to do. Some of these could work as TV shows. Sure. Yeah, some of these get, can... get someone who's like talented behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure David Ayer. Actually, no, I'm not sure David Ayer is a nice guy. <laughs> but uh, maybe like let, let like a woman tell this story then, because I feel like guys keep getting handed these things, and like they try to make Harley Quinn like this badass, and then they keep like focusing on her butt, and it makes me like really uncomfortable to watch. Right. Yeah, you know? sure. Look how fucking cool she is and her butt. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, come on. Well, also, I, I mean, I, ju- I, I re- well, speaking of which, I just recently watched uh, Batman and Harley Quinn. Well, I heard it's terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I just recently watched it. Why would it you do that? Because Bruce Tim. Fuck Bruce Tim. Well, no. Um, on the record, fuck Bruce Tim. No, no the Bruce, recent Bruce Tim has been really yeah, bad it's, it's and weird. Yeah, really bad and weird, but I'm, I'm Like, still just like, okay, fuck the recent Bruce Tim. Yeah, Bruce Tim did some amazing fucking did some amazing shit. No, he did, but you know what? I feel like the constraints of child television had to hold him back from revealing that he's actually kind of a pervert. No, well, I was going to say, he just has weird, like, uh... What's he, has weird ships. He, has, no, he has weird ships. He has weird ships. ships. Yeah, because... He like, has, like, him, super weird ships that he keeps to push, like Batman and Batgirl, and now Nightwing and Harley Quinn... And yeah. he keeps, like, putting it in his work, and it's like, dude, draw that, like... Be like a... Make it, make it an Elseworlds. Uh, make that, make it an Elseworlds, or just do that privately. Or don't, don't do it. Like, do, like... Make that, yeah. I, um, but yeah, sorry, what were you going to say about that, Nick? No, but I mean, uh, which are, like, different stuff like that, but I mean, uh, like, even in that story, it, they made it where... Yeah, yeah, they kind of, uh... Well, even in that Sexualized story, her? Well, they sexualized her, yes, but they also made her a lot... They, they sexualized her, but also made her a strong character as well. Okay. Where, like... People where like you would see other people like sexualizing her, and then she would, like beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, yeah but that's that's like still that, sexualizing because it's like you don't need to do that to show that she's stronger well, than. Well, that. no, it, but the the, you know? the idea that they had because the only time they actually did sexualize her like that, I, I know the scene you're talking about is, at the diner. Yeah, at the diner, which is like, like that. You know, Bruce didn't put that in there because he's been doing commissions for other perverts. To like draw child cartoon characters. Well, in, like, okay, we don't know fashion. if he's, he's a pervert. He we, don't, we don't know. Weird... Just, you can get shits. the. I don't know. That that's my assumption. I, 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 think, I think that's. A, I think that's. Right. A, I think that's a huge assumption. Let's, just let's, to go like hold up on. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. Let's go like. Oh, that guy. That guy's definitely a pervert. It's just his yeah, recent he's... stuff has been yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah. and not very good. And like, I'm kind of worried about. Where you know what? What else is he going to do? Well, because Paul. Because Paul Dini wasn't on any of these things. Uh. Because Paul Dini was, was he on the Killing Joke? I don't think so. No, Paul Dini wasn't on any of those. And I, I to be to be totally honest, I think Paul Dini is the one that kept him in line. Yeah. Because Paul Dini was and on. And he fucked off and 
helped out the Ultimate Spider-Man series. Well, hey, well, we, well. hey, dude, he's a cool dude. We met him. Yeah, Paul yeah. Dini is really I'm cool. Sure, it doesn't mean he's not a cool dude. Just, no, 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 but I mean, in general... He worked but on I, a bad show, so but, what? But, yeah, I mean, everybody works on bad shows. Yeah, but, okay, um... Joss Whedon worked on Yeah, but, shows. yeah, people yeah. have been uh, fetishizing Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, I think that's just... I, I, but that, a guy should helm the Harley Quinn joke. Yeah, but my thing is that that could have also been a studio note. Yeah. That could have been from it fucking Warner, from Warner Brothers going like, oh, hey, there has to be a scene where somebody grabs Harley Quinn's butt or something like that and like she flips them. Because then they'll go like, oh, yeah, it's a lot better. Th- that could have been a studio note. I, that was something tells me that that's not what happened. I don't know. You I know feel, what? Weirder shit like has not. been a studio note. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Weirder shit has been studio right. note. On, on lighter notes... Um, are there any of them you're looking forward to? I want to end the DC stuff on a good note because um, it's Martin really Scorsese hard to root for them. Being involved is like weird, but it kind of gives me hope for a Joker origin, Joker origin movie. You know, Todd Phillips is directing it, right? Yeah, um, we don't know how much Scorsese is going to be involved though. Scorsese could just be like he he read the script once and was like, "That sounds cool," right? And like, like never and like and like just like put some money in. And I'll throw some movie. I'll throw yeah, some. like he he, he could have just thrown some money in and like maybe gave an idea or two. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's an executive producer now. Like, yeah. And stuff like I that. don't know. Um, I don't want to like. It Exec- seems it seems pretty crazy. Executive? I don't want to like throw it. Yeah. Say like, oh, it's just gonna suck. But I mean, I'll see with that. I won't like. I won't, I won't like condemn it immediately. We'll executive see. producer is a very vague term. Yeah, I know. Of course, it's very vague. You never know how much like influence that person. Yeah, had no, for on sure. the movie, and I think that it's. It's an interesting idea. It yeah. really depends on what story they're going to tell. Because there's multiple origins for the Joker, and I, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Is that I don't want to get story, a, though. you get a bunch of different actors to start playing the Joker in the DC movies. Yeah. Honestly, there's I, ne- I want there to never be the same actor. I feel that like, would be cool. I feel well, like it's not Jared Leto. No, I I feel like it, if you want, what you could do is you can do like kind of like Doctor Parnassus. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah sure. In the imaginary, that'd be cool. Where like every single one, every single movie is a mm-hmm. different version of the Joker in, the, in his own psyche. Yeah. So necess- it's not necessarily the different a, a different Joker. It's just a different form of his own personality. Well, what is the Grant Morrison thing where uh, the Joker constantly recreates his personality? Yeah, exactly. He's he trying to cope with the, the much larger world. And he has like a super sanity. Did yeah, and I think that would be really interesting. Is that the the person that we're seeing is which are like a split personality? It's very much like. You're just seeing a different form of his personality every, like in a day, in this day, and stuff like that. And I think that doing an origin story, I don't want to do it. Okay. He's, they're a lot scary. It, it's which it's a lot scarier if you don't know the origin. Yeah, it's, just, it makes him more of an interesting you, character. You have to do the uh, the, the Rashomon thing. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, which version is the truth? I don't know. You kind of leave well, it up to the audience. That's a great Joker line where he says, "I, I, See, I well, sometimes I remember it one way, and other times, other times way. I remember it other ways." Yeah, it's multiple like choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, so I mean, that's cool. I, but I, I do think if you did that, you were, you could then, uh, what was it? You could then have all of these Jokers and make them one Joker as well, and you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, well, and you, we and just know that they're not going to do that. Right. You know, <laughs> there's, there's like no way. Like, but the thing is that then you, because then the movies would be really interesting because then it would. Oh, be they like, would they absolutely would because yeah. then it would be a, a psychological thriller, right? And you can and you could really maneuver your way around that, and you can right. even have the same characters, and they can they would even notice that like it's a different Joker, yeah, right? and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, speaking of split though. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm like a master yeah. As soon as you said yeah. I was like Alright gotta remember that gotta remember Master that. Um, M. Night Shyamalan split Was a, a huge hit For his budget A hit for Another hit for him He's on his like Officially on his comeback now Yeah Which uh, is good With 
The Visit and Split, both Airbender. movies I really, really liked. Okay. Definitely Airbender. And, um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Fred. Uh, he's always had a very good visual eye, at least. Okay. Know, like, I mean, whatever. Um, a Glass, the sequel to Unbreakable and Split. Spoilers, it's fair game. Been out for, what, more than six months? Yeah, it, it's fair game now. Um, heading into production with the, an official synopsis from Unbreakable, Bruce Willis returns as David Dunn, as does Samuel L. Jackson as Elijah Price, like known as also by a pseudonym, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. Joining from Split me. are James McAvoy, reprising his role as Kevin Wendell Crumb in The Multiple Identities Who Reside Within, and Anya Taylor-Joy as Casey Cook, That's the only she's... captive to survive an encounter with the Beast. Following the conclusion of Split, Glass finds Dunn pursuing Crumb's superhuman figure of the Beast in a series of escalating encounters while the shadowy presence of Price emerges as an orchestrator who holds secrets critical to both men. So that so, sounds fucking good. That sounds great. Yeah. So I, I really... So, so, so Shyamalan's making a superhero movie. Pretty well, I mean... Well, this is his superhero universe. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but I, I, I feel like he's he's actually going to make an actual... Su- it's not it's not going to be the origin. It's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be hero fighting a fucking... Like, the, the hero okay. actually... I think it's going to be, like, different. Because, I mean, they've both been... Uh, They've been they quote unquote origins, but they're like different. Well, it was a super villain that. origin when it was yeah. a superhero origin. Um, but it's, it feels yeah. more like a like a like a crime thriller almost. Crime thriller, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind yeah. that at all. And I, I, I think that I'm really excited by it. I really like what's her name. Uh, well, I forget. I think her name's Casey in the movie. But yeah, Anya I mean, Taylor Joy. She's great. She'll she'll be like as Robin. I guess. I wouldn't mind seeing. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing Bruce Willis's character, even though Bruce Willis is kind of an asshole. Uh, seeing his Just to Kevin Smith. No, <laughs> no, 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 apparently he's not. Okay. Yeah, to nice everyone. Guy. Yeah, to everyone. To everyone. Uh, what was he? Just wanted to go on vacation. No, no. Sorry. Okay. No, no. Okay. Anyway, uh, what was it? I wouldn't mind, like, after, like, this has maybe been, what, 10 years since the events of, uh, which, uh, since the un- More or less. Unbreakable. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of new. It's like 10. 17. 17. 18. When the time it comes out, I think. 2000 it came out. Well, because yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know when this movie, when Unbreakable Right, but it it's, 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 our, it's our lives. It's yeah. our continuity. Is it our continuity? Okay, so 17 yeah. years. It's the real world. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Bruce Willis who is fucking, like, who has, like, a suit. Who, like, no. He's, he's, like, fully... Well, he did have a suit. No, he but had I mean, the poncho. That yeah, was but, but I mean, like, I, I mean, like, he's actually, like, fully engulfed in being a hero. Right. And, like, he's also, like, more, he's, like, he's been through some shit. He's seen, yeah, no, that'd be like, cool. a, like, an AIDS I don't know if I want him to have, like, a full cape and everything. I don't want to Well, I mean, his, uh, he did have a costume. So, yeah, in, the costume, I, like, I like that. Because, uh, it was, it was the it's a very, poncho thing. it's a very, like, blue-collar type of superhero, you know? Yeah, but. It's not Superman flying through the city, it's like, I gotta help out. I don't know if like that can. lends itself to his powers, though, dude. Like, that uh, sort of costume with a cape and, like. Well, because my thing is that I think that the more and more yeah. he became, like, a hero, he would, like, kind of, like, embody that and also make it more, like, I don't know, useful. Yeah. And stuff like that. After 20 years, I would imagine he would need upgrades to... Like, maybe, yeah, maybe like, he did, but... Yeah, and yeah. I think that would be kind of cool. Well, okay, let's, let's be, talk about this. Because yeah. at the end of Split, you know, he looks... I mean, Bruce Willis always looks tired now. But, you know, he's just like, he's a glass. And then he drinks coffee, and then he's just like... <sighs> like... He looks tired. He doesn't look like a guy who's like, I'm gonna be a superhero now. He's Nothing like, happened. No, but that's in between why I, these I, movies. I think I think after 17 years, shit has happened. But yeah. I, I I actually wouldn't mind if it's the uh, which the Dark Knight Returns where he fucked something bad happened or anything like that, or maybe his kid He's fucking retired, yeah. maybe his kid fucking died or something I, like that. I because hope of, they don't do that. I hope because I always feel so I, cheap to me. I you know? I would I wouldn't put it past Shyamalan. I I would because his bad movies are not. They're silly and kind of dumb, but they're not mean or ugly. And that's mean. Wife? Also, 
Same thing. I, I, I just hate those I, tropes. No, no, no. I, I hate I know those, those I know, I, know, I know it's a trope and everything like that, but I, but I feel like he's been through something. Something has definitely changed inside of him. If, I, if he hadn't handled Split as well as he did with regards to trauma from that movie, yeah. I would probably agree with you. But because of how well... Shyamalan's always been like a... Like he's had a lot of empathy. He's had a lot of heart in his movies. Oh. even Especially the bad ones, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, he, um, he wears his heart in his sleeve, and I don't think he's a cynic. Right, and I, I don't think that that would be the sort of story route he would go. Oh that. yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, Kirk, you haven't seen any of these, huh? No, I <laughs> kind of got lost. That's Kirk, okay. Yeah. Well, like then we gotta have like a double feature or something because they're both excellent movies that there should definitely yeah, be watched. Un- back Unbreakable is a pretty badass movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good to have you back, Kirk. Yeah. yeah. Just sit there. Just no, just no, sit there. no. We, we got a Kirk segment coming up right after this last little story okay. message. So this is yeah. good news, also along okay. with the the glass stuff. Daniel Craig's officially back as James Bond. <laughs> and the notes, I just left another thing there. It's not important. Um, uh, I want Roger Deakins to come back as the director of photography. Yeah. But outside of that, what do you guys think of uh, Daniel Craig back as Bond? I, uh, or I, for one last ride also. For If it's his last movie, I like it. Very cool. I think Daniel Craig has very much defined himself as This Bond. generation's Bond. Yeah, like this generation's yeah. Bond. He's very... I think he's definitely... Because you grew up with him. Yeah, I mean, which I mean, so far, I mean, my, my two Bonds so far are Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. Those are the two Bonds in which I grew up with. Yeah. Like, those are the ones that came out in movies, stuff like that. Sure. And I think that Daniel Craig has definitely made him, he's definitely put himself up there with Connery, he's put himself up there with, uh, what was it, with uh, Brosnan, all the other Bonds that have actually yeah. come before him. And he's actually, and he's definitely made himself the grittier Bond. Right. Like, I'm, I'm the Bond that can take a fucking punch. Yeah. And, like, get thrown out of a fucking window and then get back up and start running. Right. And stuff like that. So, I, I like it. I think, I think Daniel Craig is an amazing Bond. I, I'm surprised. I thought he was done. Yeah. I thought he was never going to come back. I think he was just really fed up with Spectre. Yeah. I think everyone was. Right. Critics um, agree. I, I feel, I feel And like audiences, apparently, so. Some. Still a lot of like dying. I've softened up on it. I think the first half is very good. I think the opening's fucking amazing. Yeah. And then it's just like it goes like this. The movie goes like this. It but you does. start really by, high. By by the end of that movie, you're really going like How do we get like, here? How, what the fuck? Like, this is not like at? this is not the movie I started watching two hours yeah, ago. Yeah, and also this is not the movie I was promised. Like in the in the trailers and everything like that, it definitely wasn't the movie you were promised. And there's like interesting ideas about like Bond being unable to like escape like this almost like Lovecraftian nightmare that is the spy world here, you know? And, like, it, it's just surrounded every facet of his life. Like, that's a good idea. And then that's, like, it. Yeah. It's just an idea. I, I, I don't know. I also thought that, uh, was it Javier Bardem? I mean, Har- Javier Bardem was by far a better villain. He was way more menacing. He was, he was everything. And especially if you were going to do Christoph Waltz as Blowfield. Which and I don't think they should have done that. I, I honestly... It I was think, supposed to be just, uh... Obenhauser originally. Yeah. And I think that and having, like, oh, having, having Christoph Waltz as Blowfield and then also everybody was going, oh, he's fucking Blowfield. Yeah. It's obvious. And then I, it, think he, I think he would have been better like as just, uh, you know, this guy that grew up with Bond and hated him instead of adding that to Blowfield. Because Blowfield in the original movie, you know, he's just an evil like, he's mastermind. An evil yeah. You know what I wish yeah. Spectre was? I don't Actually, I heard, this, I heard but. that it's not confirmed. Uh, I don't know if it's confirmed, but C was supposed to be Blofeld. Who? See, do you remember the guy that takes over? 
Oh, uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. Oh, yeah, he was supposed really? to be Blofeld, Yeah, I don't know. That feels like stunt casting weird. to me. But yeah. I it's think that would have worked better for Blofeld instead of giving him. Oh, he grew up with James Bond and he hates him because. Yeah. No, honestly, I yeah. would, that would have been cool if he was like a diversion villain. And it's like a surprise. The actual villains here. Yeah, yeah or, cool. would have worked I, better. But yeah, but yeah. I, I think honestly, it would have been really cool if um, what was it? You would have had that diversion. But you could have had it where Blofeld. I am the author of all your. No, but <laughs> no, but you could have you could have had it where Blofeld has been helping him on this journey the entire time. Yeah. You would have had a really interesting thing, and you could have even made it that Blofeld is another agent. Yeah. He was. Like, he's a member of MI6. Which he's, is he's uh, in the original movies? Does he have a backstory or anything? He's just evil. He's just evil. He's just evil. But that's actually what leads me to my thing. Like I, that's what I wish Spectre was like. Because in the Craig Bonds, we haven't had just like a James Bond. Adventure. It's always been very personal. Maybe it's been too personal. And I, I think Spectre was say. kind of adventuring in some parts. It, it tried to be, but then they always tied it back to that. You know, yeah, like of course. I want some ass. I wanted. I don't like want all the, the Mister Mister Nick stuff. Is yeah, I want I, uh, an asshole who's just out to fuck shit up. And Bond's like, I gotta stop. Well, him. you could have it in this. Next no, but my but my thing is that I, 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 but now I want it, now I want it to be personal to close it out. You know, no, so I'm like, damn it. Because so my thing close. is that you could you could have made that movie so personal because you could have had it where Bond is. Not necessarily loosening up, but he's finding his own way, mm-hmm. and you know he has a team now that he he trusts because he, he finally got Q, he finally got Money Penny, mm-hmm. he got a, he got a brand new M, you know he has people that he's like kind of trusting and like relying on in order to get these things done. And if you would have made it that another MI6 agent betrayed him, then it would have been a real devastation to him, and that could have been a really great movie. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Who do you want to direct? Because uh, I really like that idea, by the way. I really like that idea, by the way. That's not, good. Um, well, I mean, I would want Nolan to do a Bond movie, but not this one. Um, I'd like to see... He's kind of, I don't know, he did Green Lantern. Martin Campbell to come back to close it up. <laughs> All his best movies are Bond movies, yeah. so Yeah, sure. let's have Martin Campbell. I mean, he did Green Lantern, but, you know, shit happened. No, he made up for that already. He, uh, what did, did he, he do? He did another movie, right? What did he do? I thought, didn't he do... Uh, wait, who did Casino Royale? Uh, Martin yeah, they did, did that before that. Yeah, Green Lantern yeah. came out five years after. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Casino Royale still makes up for it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, Casino Royale is the best um, one. Sure. Though I really want you know to uh, bond in on a, is bond in on a high note. I would like to see it kind of because they've lifted stuff, they've lifted material from other movies, previous films, and so forth. Um, I'd really want to do them to kind of relift on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which I'm is just my favorite Bond was, film. Yeah. And kind of, because they kind of have, I think what's her name's going to come back. You want, you want Bond to get married again? Well, I don't know. Swan is kind of like the Tracy in a way. Yeah, we, we, very mu- we very much disagree on this. That's kind of what I wanted. But I yeah, guess it kind of makes sense because then Blofeld does kill his witch all Spoiler for a movie that came yeah, out Yeah, but we need to wrap up them. Yeah. Who do you want to direct? I think no one. Because if he can do anything like Inception on... Uh, basically Bond. Yeah, it's yeah. it's that's a Bond movie. It's it, it's his version of a Bond movie. Yeah, okay, and Nolan then. I, I I fucking I think Nolan would do an awesome job for sure. a fucking Bond movie and everything else. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want Steven Soderbergh. Well, that's because I I hope him and Daniel Craig became very close on the set of Logan Lucky, and uh, when Daniel Craig announced that he was coming back as Bond, he was promoting Logan Lucky on Stephen Colbert. So I'm hoping that their buddy buddy he's like, all right, I'll promote this movie. We make bank off Logan Lucky because of that new system we have now. 
then you come do the last bond with me and we just ride off into the sunset together and yeah. make more badass shit. I think an interesting I think an interesting bond movie would be an Edgar Wright one. Well that yeah, would, yeah. Uh, after Baby Driver. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Fuck but, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, let's, well, I mean, especially, especially let's, have, let's have someone interesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think Steven I, I, Soderbergh, boom. I, I think You're welcome, Steven America. Soderbergh, but I think I, I think Edgar Wright could get really give you a personal bond movie. Yeah. I need a good bond movie. Alright, uh Kirk. You've got you got one last thing to, to add to this. You got a you got a segment you want to throw us into. So normally I come here and do Kirk finally watches where I watch a movie everyone's already seen. But uh Gene told me to look at some independent films. Yeah. So what I did was I googled independent films. And you turned out you watched them. It turns out I've seen quite a few of them. So this is Kirk has actually watched. And so uh the panel here Hi. or something. Uh they're going to they're going to pick a movie to get nostalgic about that I have actually seen. I have seen, and some of these may not be independent films. I have no idea. But what's on here is... <laughs> okay. Just, <laughs> just, counts, just counts, counts, counts. Says, says Reservoir Dogs. Is that an independent? Yeah, okay. that is an independent movie. Uh, Juno. Yes. Memento. Yes. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah. Very yes. oh, no, you don't have to confirm these. You just oh, okay. yeah. got to pick one. Yeah. You said uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Just you know, uh, Lost in Translation. Uh, I cannot believe you've seen Lost in Translation. That's amazing. I, I had a girlfriend that. once. You had a girlfriend once. You don't need a girlfriend <laughs> to watch that movie. This is a great fucking okay. movie. Uh, the Big Lebowski, but I've already talked about that here. Yeah. Uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Which, you know, let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> I'm so right. glad you're back. Uh, uh oh. I've not seen Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that's wow. just a fun fact. Okay. Ooh, all right. That's the end of this list. I'm sure. I'm, I'm not sure I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. What's, uh, what's, <coughs> what movie Kirk could talk about? Uh, Would you want Lost in Translation? Is my favorite. Okay. What about you guys? Fuck, I, I, Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. How'd you like Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. Because to be totally honest, I fucking love that movie. All right, let's have Kirk talk about Little Miss Sunshine. Okay, I don't remember it too well, but I remember how I feel about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. It was good. I think I watched it with my mom for some reason, but uh, it was really good. I don't remember any of the actors' names, but uh, Alan Arkin, Steve oh, Carell. He won. He won supporting actor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was great in it. The, I, I, he was. He was really. He was a supportive of his grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I feel like Alan Arkin's career really boomed after a little bit of sunshine. Oh, for sure. No, I mean, he's Alan Arkin. He hasn't been anywhere. But it kind of you know, brought him like, into yeah, the spotlight. Yeah, but it, it brought it to a brand new spotlight. But yeah, yeah. Kirk. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, I no one's ever gonna forget the scene where what's his face figures out he's colorblind. That was, <laughs> was it was sad, it was yeah. like powerful but hilarious at the same time. Like just how like it, it was something so small and it was like he hated everything. He had yeah. this one dream. He didn't talk he because of it. Yeah, and and just from playing around in the car for, from some free crap she picked up, like he found out all his dreams are dead. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. Sucks. Yeah, it's really sad. That sucks. That's that's my favorite scene in the movie for sure. And then I, I think of all people, Steve Carell's character, but kind of brings him back, right? Where he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's he's suicidal. Oh, that, that battery's dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and I, I don't know. It was I'm not usually into emotional movies. I guess. Uh, I'm, so you mean like movies? Yeah, I, I'm into dumb stuff in Star Wars. So, Star Wars is emotional. Look, if you didn't didn't tear up when Rey catches the lightsaber in The Force Awakens, 
I don't know who the fuck you are. I think I, I think everybody was still expecting it in this movie. I, mean, I teared up when she Mark, said. I started no, that crying was, a lot uh, the second time I saw it. Even even Mark Hamill thought it was him when he was reading <laughs> yeah, the script. Even Mark right. Hamill thought it was him. Yeah, but Kirk, your last thoughts on uh, Little Miss Sunshine? Um, I would probably watch it again. Cool. I uh, I remember watching Little Miss Sunshine uh, a while back, like when it first came out on DVD, and I remember kind of going like, I don't know why the fuck I'm watching this movie because it looked really dumb. Yeah. Just off like the just seeing like the yellow bus on the on the thing. And, like, it is. It set like the template for like the indie movie design. Exactly. Look at the poster. Now look at every indie movie that followed. Yeah, it, it, it is the the one. Yeah, and like it, it's like because it, all the template is it's a yellow bus and a bunch of people pushing the. Yeah, that's bus. oh every time they do and that. Every, and every I thought the I, I thought the movie was was about the bus. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I originally thought it was bit, about yeah. because yeah. it was called Little Miss Sunshine and I thought the bus was called Sunshine. Right. And it was all about like this bus being handed down. From like person to person, like a generational thing. Mm-hmm. The sisterhood of the traveling yellow bus. Yeah, like it, like I like watched gra- that movie. Like the grandfather got the bus, and then like which like it's been passed down from person to person to person, and then like even the grandkids are trying <laughs> to get it. Sounds terrible. No, I watched. That's a heartwarming story right there. Yeah, and like and like the very and like the very end, they're really they're like all pushing the butt. That's what I originally thought. Okay, right. that's what I thought the movie was about because, and it makes sense why I would think that. Yeah. But after I watched it, I was like, "Holy God, this is not the movie I thought I was going to watch." Uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Also, I kind of like the idea that they all were like, "Yeah, fuck the pageant." Right. <laughs> we're like after, after like this entire adventure that they've gone into, and they're just like, "Yeah, fuck that." Dumb. Yeah. I'm, I'm not crazy about it, but I really like the message about, like, sometimes life is <coughs> fucking shitty. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're going to have people who care about you a lot, and family is always going to be there for you. Yeah. And that that's a great message. Yeah. It's, it is a good message. And uh, one thing that I saw on some other lists, I've actually seen Moonrise Kingdom. Yes! I love Moonrise Kingdom! It's too recent to talk about, maybe, but... Oh! Moonrise Kingdom yeah, fucking I saw that. I saw that in a movie theater. Oh my, oh my god. You go to theaters? Sometimes. I had a girlfriend once. <laughs> I go... Why is it your answer for everything? Does she, does she make you socialize? <laughs> she, she understood <laughs> art. And then said, oh, let's go see this movie. I'm like, yeah, why not? Oh, god damn it, you have to take me out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, I was good at going out. Okay. That was a good movie. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, good, 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 good reversal of the the topic. Of the not seen anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good job. Let's, let's job. do that more often. Let's talk about another one next time. No, yeah. That's good. That's good. We'll, we'll have you actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next topic is actually a little bit of a fun thing. It's our pitch a movie segment where Nick's going to pitch us a movie. It's a low budget Star Wars movie. Yes. So the three of us now have to give him uh, studio notes. notes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um. So low budget Star Wars movie. It doesn't have to look like super independent. Obviously, no Star Wars movie is going to cost less than like a hundred million dollars in our yeah, lifetime. That's, that's impossible. Yeah. yeah. If, so um, if you were to go make it on seventy five thousand, I'd be like, well, give me a fucking hand cam and uh, some fucking some some plastic tubing, and we're gonna make this movie. I, I want it to look more like a Terrence Malick movie though than a J.J. Abrams movie. I'm talking like really artsy fartsy, pretentious ass shit that would make someone like me basically cry. Yeah. Like Dev Patel. Yeah. Okay. So what are, what are the studio notes? What are my notes? Here, I got one off the top of my head. Okay, so we can't have this diversity thing in Star Wars that's happening. We already had trouble in the Han Solo movie. Uh, people liked Rogue One because of the diversity thing, but you know, I think they really liked it because of the white people in it. Mm-hmm. So you have to have more of the whites in there. So, 
Just cast yeah. a white person in there. Hey, what did you? What did you? I, I didn't know you went to Charleston. The fuck? All right, all right, all right. So Isn't kids, Charlottesville? Or Charlottesville? Jeez. Kids like sing-alongs. So, uh, you know, Frozen, it, Frozen is a thing, you know. Let's have a musical number like Return of the Jedi, like Yub Nub and That's Jedi it. Rocks. We're going to bring it back. I'm going to tell you right now that is impossible with $100 million. No, and also, I'm going to tell you why it's possible, man. And, and also, with, with which it being a Star Wars movie and effects, and I also have to come up with a musical number. Oh, it's totally possible. You're a dick. No, you, Haven't you seen you know, the, the, the holiday special? Holiday special. <laughs> they did it. They had like five dollars. Nick, I'm going to bring that cost down for you. No John Williams and no Giacchino. So it's just silent. You got <laughs> yeah. to gotta, find a new you composer. Have to get a composer. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you can get really creative with this. All right. Fuck, okay, hold on. Okay. I, need, I need to look up composers. Fuck. Well, you could do that during the play. Well, you don't have to name a composer. You just... You could do that. The guy that did this, because you don't know well, no, you, no, come up with a composer. I, they, they, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's not that hard. And no but, Hans Zimmer. Gene, you brought up a good out. point. we got to go on like, break <laughs> to check our cameras um, and whatnot and give time to come up with a pitch for Nick. I, we're going to cut away to... Uh, yes, we're going to cut away to a segment that Nick did uh, a while back with Wilmer Valderrama. We had to track him down. As he was leaving a coliseum, it's not important. What is important is that Nick got an interview with him about Spider-Man and diversity in comics. So let's cut to that right now. Good. About uh, which, how you view about diversity in some of the comic books. Well, I think it's getting better. You know, I think that uh, the last couple of you know, the last couple of uh, years, we've seen you know a lot of big comic book companies are really trying to you know to do different things, like you know Spider-Man being you know African American. You know, Didn't really, some really good ones didn't do that well, or they were kind of like 
Uh, what's well, hey, let's talk. Let's talk about quality first. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, there were some really good movies. I I sure. I, I, I liked uh, yeah. I liked the fact that there was a lot of indie movies that came out that were really fucking good, and a lot of big budget movies that were filmed like fucking indie movies. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, well, I mean, to be f- be clear, I mean, I think there's like this connotation like with independent movies mm-hmm. that um, there's like more passion behind them. Yeah, and I don't I don't know about that because yeah. there's some indie movies that are pretty fucking bad. You know, passion aside. It's just um, and bigger budget movies are obviously harder to, to like do, you know. So like, no, yeah, like a Dunkirk must have been fucking exhausting. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know? And I, 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 but I mean, I'm talking about like, uh, like Baby Driver and stuff like that. Like those, like that kind of movie, like that kind of movie really like sold with me. I really enjoyed it and different stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of like big superhero movies that also came out this year, this summer. Some good, some not so good. Yeah. I mean, well, here, yeah, which one it was. I think was good. Yeah, I uh, what was it? Because for me, I actually, I I was also considering the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies inside of that like list. Okay, of, like, yeah. superhero movies oh. because it's about it's, it's about, about it's about its main it's about a main hero. No, 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 no. He's a drunkard. He's a drunkard. You know, what? next like, time we go out like, for beers, okay. I want you to explain that to me. Right. But we're we're running on time <laughs> Stop now. Stop it! Stop it! Because I I know because I I die with that. I know it's gonna take us down a fucking rabbit hole right <laughs> now. Done with your rabbit hole. You know, I'm all about like processing like weird genres when they're not supposed to be. But no, I'm all about rabbit holes. Okay, so no, I think that summer movie season was fucking great. No, yeah, it was. They're like, there's no Mad Max Fury Road, but then there's like a Dunkirk. Yeah, and then there's a Wonder Woman, and there's Wonder baby Woman. driver, there's awesome and there's a baby, baby driver, <clears throat> and there's the big sick and Okja. These all came out like I think the same month, also. Yeah, June. which is insane. There was a huge flood of movies where like I couldn't keep up. Like I actually like missed a few because I was like, okay, I want to watch this, 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 and this, and I was like, oh, I only have time to watch these. Like what the fuck happened? Like last year, think back like last year, right now, <coughs> top of your head, what came out that you really loved? Mad Max. No, that was, that was 2015. Years ago. Holy shit! Uh, um, for me, like Star Trek Beyond the Shallows. Yeah, just, like, Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, Star Trek Beyond. I liked, um, but also I didn't watch it then. I watched it like two weeks ago. That's fair. It's a good movie, huh? It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. There it's was a, another it, um, Star Trek movie. That's no, the whole thing. Civil War. Civil War was last Some, year. Yeah. I can't, I can't think of any. I'm, I'm not uh, like off the top of my head. I can't. Yeah. Know, like, like I'm not trying to shit. There, I know a good movie came out last year, but it's like. This day. this movie uh, this movie season feels more bigger and like better. Just audiences didn't respond as well, you know. Surprising! Uh, fucking Suicide Squad. But that, that's the top I'm gonna punch you in the face. No, no, no! no. I just typed in which uh, summer movies of 2016, okay. and, and Suicide Squad came up. Okay. I, I wasn't. Oh, uh, which uh, Kubo and the two state and the two strings. Okay, yeah, they came that out like around this year. time last year. That yeah, was like the um, end. But the yeah, nice guys. Nice guys. Bum, bum, uh, BFG, um, but yeah, you know, I think the movies last year weren't as big, but I think they kind of did. Some of them did financially better than some of the movies. There was that, nothing hit some like of the I, numbers. Yeah, but I don't get yeah. why yeah, War of the Planet of the Apes. Well, I guess I kind of get. No, like, I don't, I don't, no I don't you know, what I think the problem was this year is that apart from like global, like economic and political anxiety, making people scared to go out of their houses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that like. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Uh, I think too many good movies came out. I mean, oh, okay. That sounds like a weird thing it's to like say. It's too good. Well, like, I think of like casual moviegoers. Like, yeah. like uh, my my Nina goes out to a right. movie like five times a year maybe. Okay. Right? They're not going to go see like movies back to back to back weekend. And there were a lot like of we good do, yeah. movies that came uh, out this year back to back to back to back. Last summer, it didn't have that good of like a 
cool. I no, mean, it was pretty Conjuring bad. Conjuring 2, you had, the fi- you had Finding Dory. Oh, Secret Finding Dory was good. Secret Life of Pets, uh, Free State of Jones, Sausage Party, The Legend of Tarzan, Now You oh. See Me 2, uh, Peach Dragon, yeah. Central Intelligence, Don't okay. Breathe, okay. Lights Out. Yeah. 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 Like, Stuff was like passable at best. But, but those like, movies aren't as good as... And then like, look at this, like... I know that obviously not everyone agrees and everything, but like Gene and I saw Atomic Blonde and I was like, holy shit, this is great. fucking cool. The uh, which I think the the thing is that there wasn't a lot of movies that you would go re-see in the theater. This year or last year? Last year. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. a lot more movies that I would definitely go like I'm in, I'm willing I'll to go see pay Wonder Woman again. I'll definitely go pay another twelve dollars, ten to twelve dollars to go watch <laughs> this movie again. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, too many good movies came out around the same time. That's a weird. Like, co- that's a good complaint to have. I think. Yeah, yeah, but that's know? that. To- that totally took away from like Planet of the Apes or like yeah. Like like some movies were very. Uh, and very I think like, this July, is yeah. a problem with studio tentpole stuff now. It's like they they have specific seasons for when these movies come out, and while it made sense in the past, now everyone's trying to get in on that, yeah, and so it's like you're, you're eating, you're cannibalizing yourself. Yeah. War for the Planet of the Apes, which is a great movie, should have done awesome. way better. Honestly, you I know? think I think it should probably come out. Like that, yeah, like, I think so too. That shitty, that really shitty, like month, like yeah. the Mar- it January, like maybe like in March or something. Like January to March, Planet of the Apes. No, I think March. I think March is done now. Too. March and April, I think they're getting crowded now too. Oh, okay. Because like it had Fate of the Furious, yeah. um, right. but it should have been Logan. released in another month. Is yeah, I, I think I think maybe January because I mean John Wick did really well, and that was in fucking February. Yeah, that was in February where like usually all you get is like these like. Uh, oh, these Valentine's movies and like lovey dovey movies, and then you have fucking John Wick. Yeah. Who's like murdering a bunch of people. Wick. Yeah, it's a revenge story. Yeah. And, and I fucking love, like, honestly, oh. I thought John Wick 2 was in the summer, and I was like, fuck, it's February. Uh, even the movies that, like, I'm not, like, crazy about, they're at least, like, interesting to talk about. Like, okay, like, let's see, like, a summer movie, The Mummy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it, but, like, you can still talk about, like, okay, here's why, like, this is kind of not a great movie. Maybe not from a, a filmmaking standpoint, but there's stuff around it to talk about that can keep conversations. There's a lot of scenes where it looks like they're, yeah. they're going to make out, though. The Mummy and Tom Cruise? Like Tom Cruise. You've seen the movie, right? Yeah, I've seen I the haven't movie. seen it. Okay, the ending's really weird. Dun, dun. Yeah, it. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's very uncomfortable. Or like, I let's don't see, see did it. life did life come out? Yeah, life came out in March. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Fuck yeah. that movie, anyways. That's okay. That was terrible. Uh, King Arthur. I, uh, I liked it. I liked it too. I still haven't seen it, dude. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Is it? It's like Guy Ritchie's I, Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like elephants. I, I honestly, Dude, it's, it's crazy. Honestly, it's crazy. I really wanted to watch it, but a lot of people were going like, yeah, fuck that movie. Or, uh, or Valerian. You know, like these movies, while not everyone's cup of tea, or like Alien Covenant, not everyone's cup of tea, but you can tell they're, they're not lazy movies. No, yeah. They're movies that people gave a shit about. How, how is Valerian? I, I, I really like I double featured it with Dunkirk, which is like ma- almost my favorite movie of the year. No, so, no, no. Would you do spend five hours in a movie theater? Uh, there's an hour in between, so I got to go to coffee with some friends after. Okay. But um, I never experienced more movie in my life because <laughs> Valerian is just like throws everything at you, and then Dunkirk is just like the most intense thing ever. So for like seven hours, I was just like. Please tell, me, please, please tell me they did a Revenge of the Sith where they even animated a, a, a kitchen sink. No. Inside the battle, so that way they could say, do no. everything in there. Oh, no, the uh, no. Mm-hmm. Fucking Valerian is just insane. And, and, See, that's and the thing, though, I also, I also heard that Valerian wasn't that good either. I really like It's not great, but it's, it is not without passion. And I went, not without excitement. Because I, I went to the Hollywood showing of uh, The Fifth Element, where he was there with like Jovovich and also Chris Tucker and he was promoting Valerian it was supposed mm-hmm. to come out the following week 
And I was, and she was like, "Dad, go fucking watch it. It's really good." And everything like that. I was hoping it was gonna and be. No one did. Well, I was hoping it was gonna be a lot closer to, you know, like Fifth Element. Like as it has a very Fifth Element vibe. It's not as good, but um, I cannot imagine watching that movie and being like, "Yeah, this sucks." You know? Yeah. Like really, um, I mean, these movies. Well, I mean, need to see. <coughs> I, I can't imagine that for like any of these really yeah. for this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't do well. Um, can we talk about movie a movie we liked? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's talk some favorite movies and talk about why you liked it. Okay. Favorite of the summer. Think of like your favorite movie of the summer, or at least one of your favorites. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. big budget first, and then we'll go into the smaller stuff. Okay. I think I'll go with Dunkirk because I'm a big Nolan fan, and I, you know, watched it, you know, in uh, seventy millimeter in the Cinerama Dome. And that you jerk off after, so like no. film reels. No, I didn't. Okay. Thank you for asking. No problem. Um, but yeah, you know, that was like his kind of like his most experimental film. I like to see Nolan doing different things because, you know, people always like kind of, you know, say this is very Nolan-esque or like, you know, they try to categorize them. Everybody really does categorize it now. Yeah, but he, you know, he's doing something different. You know, he took a really big chance, you know, doing a World War II movie where there's hardly any dialogue. Um, you know, there's... I wouldn't say there's not a story, but it's very, um, you know, it's very, like, you know, experimental in its story structure. It's a movie without plot because a, a good filmmaker like that, I think, recognizes when plot is essential and when plot is not. Yeah. And that is not essential and, there. Yeah, I think this was a Nolan's, one of his best. I was very uh, moved by it. And, yeah, I would recommend people to see that. Um, do you want me independent movie? Um, I think... I think... Uh, you wanted to talk about the big stick, huh? Yeah, but go ahead. It's fine. I, I wanna, I don't want to take that. I'll say a ghost story. Okay. I really enjoyed that. Was um, that was uh, you know, something different. You know, exploring what happens when we die, and yeah, I really dug it. It did, did reasonably well. Rooney mm-hmm. um, Mara eating a pie for eight minutes was something else, but yeah, it was cool. Um, so I. I, I was I was really at, at odds because I was in between Baby Driver and also I was in between Cars Two. I was really thinking about doing a joke and going like Cars Three, Cars definitely the best movie of the summer. Yeah. Which I was to its really, credit, I was we, really thinking about doing a joke. Which to its credit, though, we talked about. We're like, that was pretty good. It, it's it, it's, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. It's the better of the Cars movies. Yeah. It's the first Cars movie that feels like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Right? yeah. Which is, I think is the a big help. Cars which, is, yeah. which is really sad. Yeah. It's really so, depressing. So, Nick, what was it? No, I, I, I uh, honestly, I would go with uh, Baby Driver just because of the, the amazing way that Edgar Wright was able to use music and actually enhance the movie because of the music. I also thought it was really interesting that he had thought of what song, like he made the movie around the songs that he had already picked. And different stuff like that. I just, I, I thought it was shot beautifully, and it really did get you in the, which it really did get you to care and love that movie. And Kevin Spacey just did an awesome job. I yeah. love Kevin Spacey, Jamie Fox. Mm-hmm. So, what about a, a lower budget movie that you see, independent? Honestly, it was the only movie I've actually seen. Talk so, about it. That's fine. I got so another one. Fine. I got another one. I think, I think that it's a, I think it's a good movie. I do, I really do love. Uh, Ray Romano in that movie. I think Ray Romano. Oh, best, support, have, best yeah. supporting actor, right? Yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray Romano. Right. Best supporting actor. Yeah. Please, oh, for sure. someone. I have different levels of. Yeah, like I, I have different levels of hate and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think that, was, that he's. That uh, who's the main actor in that one? I forget. Uh, Kumail, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love their relationship. I think yeah. that it's a, it's a very. Based on I, his real life. It's based on his yeah, real relationship I, with his wife. 
I think that it's a it's a it's a it's a great idea, and I thought that you know no matter what I I really do like that idea of like these people are getting to know him, even like without their daughter, mm-hmm. and it's it's a fucking awkward movie like it's really <laughs> awkward for a good like hour and a half. And you're yeah. Just like, yeah. So this is a movie <laughs> and stuff like that. But I I feel like that would I feel like if it wasn't awkward, then the movie wasn't genuine. Yeah. Because if it didn't feel if if you didn't feel awkward, then the movie wasn't doing its job because it needed to be that. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. So I think it did an amazing job. Yeah, totally. Um, there's oh God. There's a lot I want to mention, but I mean, there's no other choice for me. <coughs> uh, everyone knows I'm a huge Alien fanboy, but even no, no, no. Um, my my favorite of the the summer, maybe even the year, is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I was in between that. Yeah, that yeah. that is. I mean, that is just such a weird, like psychedelic movie about a bunch of assholes getting really angry at each other and then crying about it later. Yeah. It just happens to cost $200 million and be about fighting this, a planet. Uh, which I, 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 thought, I, I always thought of it as Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is that bar scene from Guardians of the Galaxy 1 but doing an entire movie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the most Empire Strikes Back movie since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Because it gets why Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. is great. It's not that it's darker and that has a cliffhanger. Because Guardians 2 doesn't have a cliffhanger. It's a whole story in itself. Yeah, it's a complete story. It's just about the people in the story. Yeah. Which no one who who goes for a Dark Knight or Empire Strikes Back vibe actually gets. It's just like, oh, darker, more plot, more stuff. There's no plot to Volume 2. It's no, just it's all like, about the characters. Yeah, it's like, I feel this way at the start of the movie. Here's how I'm going to deal with it for the next two hours. Well, I think, yeah, there's a plot. I, no, th- sure, there's like... There's an outline. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a negative thing. I'm saying that as a, as a very big positive. Mm-hmm. That, like, it doesn't let the story orchestrate how the characters act. The characters orchestrate how the story acts. For sure, I, yeah. I remember, I remember going with my brother to go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And I remember we get to the Yondu scene where oh, he says... Where so he goes, uh, no spoilers, just for Kirk. Yeah. Uh, just for we, Kirk. We get to a Yondu scene, and I remember Justin just turning to me, and he just bent, he, like, leans into me, <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong? And he goes... This movie is fucking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, who the fuck thought of this? And I, was, <laughs> and I just started dying because I was like, all right, for one, yes, two, great, bad boys, two, line for this. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yes, it, yeah volume, volume two is... is it, it's great. I, it, it, I think it might be like James Gunn's masterpiece. Right. Like, I've thought about this for many months now. I it's know, definitely my favorite Marvel movie. I hate, I hate to... But, like, God, it's... I hate to butt in, but I, I want to say it's his masterpiece, but I feel like, you know, I didn't mind, you know, the thing that you're saying about this plot, but I feel like it's just, some of the structure is just kind of like... Well, because there is the character structure. No, I meant, like, why is, like, Aisha, like, she's she has a point to be in the beginning of that movie, but why is she in the end, like, the end climax? She does not need to be there. Yes, she does. No, she does Rocket but, needs to resolve his fuck up. Yeah, but... Like, I don't know. It's That's just, the thing about the movie. It's some of the all stuff these, all these characters to, are, no, are but, fucking assholes to each other. Well, not all of them. This is a rocket mostly. Not only that, but, but also um, the, 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 the problem at the very end of the movie is a creation of their the own. Batteries, yeah, I think yeah. The batteries, yeah. It's, it's, it's a creation of their own. They have problems. Stories. They learn to deal with them, not by themselves, but together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so volume two just... I, I I love it so much, okay. and I I don't know if I'll ever love Marvel movies like that again. <coughs> um, yes. And as for smaller movie, it actually go something a little different with uh, Neil Blomkamp's uh, Oat Studios movies that he's been releasing, his short films. Yeah, those are great. Those yeah, are the best movies. I I loved Zygote. It's his movie that's basically his alien, his alien movie. Like that's ironic, Dakota Johnson would have. Oh yeah, it, it'd be terrible for an Alien Five, but if he did like a standalone Alien movie. 
I'm on board. Okay. I don't want it to be 10 year epic story. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check out Zygote. That that is it's a weird like interviews of Alien and the Thing, and like it's yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Check it out. Um, but yeah, I think Volume Two for me is the best. Your uh, Cars Three, and Gene is Dunkirk. Yeah. All right, and then uh, Big Sick, uh, Ghost Story, Zygote. I was really tempted to lick your hand. I don't know why. Please don't ever lick my hand. Nick, before we wrap up, you got a pitch to give. Go. I do have a pitch to give. Okay, so my pitch goes on a small moon near Ryloth, which is the Twilight home planet. Okay. Keep going, but you do have two minutes. Okay, so uh, what was it? It's on a small moon near Ryloth. Now, the idea is that uh, Ryloth is controlled by the Empire, and it's a major, and it's a major like place point. Uh, on this moon, they can get some resources, mining, uh, mining instruments, different stuff like that. This moon is where they find uh, a, a huge supply of kyber crystals now uh it's a giant mining planet and everything else uh you see a spaceship come it lands on it and it's a it's a uh what was it it's kind of like a bounty hunter type like trade ship mm -hmm. and uh you have a character come off of it and it's ahsoka tano uh this is this is a couple of years after the clone wars ahsoka tano has been on many adventures and different stuff like that she hasn't joined the rebellion she hears of a rebellion but she doesn't join it and she has thrown away every remnant of her being a Jedi. She hasn't used the Force in years and everything else. When she lands on this moon, uh, she then sees that there's kind of like these pale type, uh, which are these pale type Twi'leks, uh, because they don't actually, they're, they're on a different type of uh, environment and different like that, so they don't actually get the colorization as they do on Ryloth. Um, so what ends up happening is that uh, Ahsoka Tano is now trying to help out these Twi'leks because the Empire is enslaving them, different stuff like that. Uh, this allows her to then uh, kind of come back up and make her own rebellion. And she also hears that there's, no, there's a rebellion on Ryloth, so she's trying to connect the two. She's trying to connect these two, uh, allowing her to do it while she's actually making the, while she's training all of these uh, Ryloth, uh, all these Twi'leks to fight back against the Empire. Give a giant... Uh, which are, you kind of have like a montage slash musical number, kind of like a, I'll make a man out of you type thing, <laughs> where I'll make a which I'll make a warrior out of you or a right. rebel, I'll make a rebel, and it ends with a uh, which are and it ends with Ahsoka Tano actually uh, embracing her Jedi race. Can you finish the last? You can finish the last thing, but. Uh, Ahsoka Tano, uh, which uh, Ahsoka Tano actually embracing her Jedi ways and then uh, joining with the Ryloth army on Ryloth to fight off the, the Empire. Okay. So Diego, would you buy it? Yeah, because the way he flipped the white person thing. Amazing. High five forever. No, hold on. I, yes. I, I figured, that's why when I, when I started laughing, I was like, that would work. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um, I, I love Ahsoka Tano so much, mm -hmm. so I, I would want to see an expanded universe side story with her, a Star Wars story with her. Yeah. So, you know, I'll just take it I can get at this point. <laughs> No, no. It doesn't. Well, the thing is, it doesn't feel like an independent movie. Though. It doesn't feel like a low budget one. It would be an independent movie because the entire movie would would take place on this moon. It doesn't. It, it doesn't necessarily need a giant right. space battle or anything like that. All, think of uh, which are think of uh, Temple of Doom. Mm -hmm. Racism. Well, I mean, like which are like the people are being enslaved to mine okay. and stuff like that, and it's and it's held by these like zealots. So think of like a, a Temple of Doom esque Star Wars movie with the Sokotano. Okay. I don't know. I'm having trouble. I don't know. I agree with that characterization of Ahsoka Tano being like, a, you know, not wanting to join the rebellion. 
Oh, that's huge. It's a huge thing. Okay. Because Ahsoka Tano after, uh, which the main reason why I went that route is because uh, Ahsoka Tano after being uh, beaten over on uh, Mandalore against yeah. Darth Maul and the entire, uh, which I'll call an army trying to kill her, mm-hmm. her and Rex go into hiding. Okay. So this is more, this is much more of a like, oh yeah, I'm going away and This is before hide. Rebels. Yes, this is way before Rebels. Uh, all right, I'll buy some. All right. Kurt, well, would you buy it? Ahsoka brings in money, so, yeah, of course. Yeah. I guess you got it, Nick. All right, on that note, we got to wrap the show. Kirk, where can people find you? At the only Kirk, sometimes, on Twitter. All right. <laughs> sometimes. Nick. Uh, which are, you can find me at Nick Valero, uh, 1940 on Twitter, and Nick Valero on Facebook. Gene. Find me at Gene9892, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at D-E-W-G-O Waffles, President Diego. Uh, what else? I don't know. Waffle Press. Like, subscribe. If you didn't like, like, subscribe anyways, because you'll find something you like. Keep an eye out for some fun stuff coming up in the coming months. Uh, a fun retrospective series, one for Halloween, and some very exciting stuff at the beginning of next month. That'll happen, like, almost immediately after this episode. Okay, bye. Why is your voice so high? Because I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you for watching. We've been professionally unprofessional. <laughs>